Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen, so I want to welcome you to today's show. Today, we're going to be talking about and diving into gut health and mental health and how they tie in together and how obviously one affects the other. So uh, if your gut is bad, uh, your brain may be bad. Also, if your brain is bad, your gut may be bad. And uh, that's the little thing that, that we say in the in the healthcare world. But um, in, in all seriousness, though, uh, the gut-brain connection cannot be denied. Uh, plenty of research out there talking about it. So I'm going to be diving into today uh, what you can do to obviously aid your gut and also aid your body into – um, you know, healing from things uh, such as depression, anxiety, and manage those things naturally uh, on top of whatever else you're doing. So welcome to the show. I uh, want to always remind you, as always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on Instagram at Full Life Chiropractic as well. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by calling our office or texting our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two if you want to talk to a live person. If not, you can leave a voicemail, uh, but always you can text, and we'll get that text, and I'll get back to you if you're interested in obviously coming into the office or even you know coming to our future dinner uh, next month in July, July 12th. It's our next dinner, uh, dinner with the doc at Basil's in Troy. We just had one. This past week, it was phenomenal. Uh, great turnout. People came and learned and took action for the health. So uh, you can always find us in all those places. And if you want to change your life and start living a healthier, fuller life, give us a call. Once again, 937-552-7364. So as always, I like to start the show and talk about uh, why it is that I get on radio every single week. And, of course, to spread the message of health and healing, uh, of course, you know, talk about, you know, natural health approaches at different ailments that people deal with. But really, truly, deep down inside, the reason why I get on radio is to help as many people not ever become my mom as possible. And it's because my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer seven years ago. And when she called me to tell me this, I was devastated. So I asked her, what are you going to do? She told me, son, I know what I'm not doing. I said, okay, what are you not doing? She said, I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. Immediately, I came, sh- you know, became shocked. I was obviously in fear because that's the only treatment I know for you know, uh, cancer. And I'm like, I, what, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I've seen it take the lives of too many of my friends and family. So I'm not doing that. Uh, you know, I'm just going to do this by myself naturally. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, you know what, Mom? I don't know what to do. I'm scared out of my mind. I know that I'm in the middle of school right now learning how the human body is supposed to function. And you know what? Um, Let's check to make sure your brain and your body are communicating effectively because your brain controls your body. And if your brain and your body are communicating effectively, obviously it gives you the better chance at actually surviving this thing. So let's get your spine checked, mom. So we got our spine checked. And when you look at the side of the neck in an x-ray or you look at somebody from the side, you look at their neck and they're supposed to have a shape of a banana, like a C shape, like a backward C. Uh, so I'm looking at my mom's neck and I'm like, oh, I'm not seeing much. We take an x-ray and we saw her x-ray only to reveal that you're supposed to have a 45 degree angle. My mom had zero degrees out of 45. Of course, uh, I was devastated and shocked when I saw that. And then we took another x-ray from front to back of the same area, the neck and upper back area. We took that x-ray only to find out that my mom in her upper back 
in between that vertebra T1 through T7, she had a bend in her spine going sideways, which was a mild, very small, uh, mild uh, scoliosis. I'm like, wow. When I saw that, I'm like, I, I know, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt when I saw that, I'm like, that's got to be, that can't be helping anything. I'm like, that's, now, I'm not saying that it's 100% causing your problems, but I mean, like, at the time, I'm like, I don't know how that could be helping anything. I'm like, you know what I can tell you is this, though. I was not surprised at that moment. It finally dawned on me. I was like, you know what? I do remember you dealing with upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, sinus infections, and having us, me, my brother, and my sister, rub your neck because it was so sore uh, that she would say, hey, rub my neck because it's so sore and I'm, I'm getting a headache. I'm like, you know, I knew beyond a shot of that when I saw that. I'm like... That cannot be helping your problem. So I tell him, like, you know, why Why have you done something different now, Mom? I've been telling you for years to do healthier things. She simply replies, son, I finally realized that I can die, and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Four of those grandchildren are my kids. Now I can say four. Uh, as many of you have been listening week in and week out, uh, you know, my wife uh, was pregnant with our fourth. We did deliver on June 11th, Friday. So we have a beautiful little girl uh, eight pounds, seven point eight ounces. Yes, we we grow them big in the Fernandez household, so we're super blessed and thankful. But four of those grandchildren um, are my mom's grandchildren, are my kids. You know, and, and my wife has done a phenomenal job the last four births of our children. You know, she's doing amazing. You know, just just the, the amazing thing that the human body does in creating life is just you know I'm completely just you know flabbergasted of just the, the beauty of the whole process and how magical it is right but my mom finally realized you know what like i have life for a reason i'm here for a purpose and the purpose is to literally be there for my kids and grandkids and see them grow old because really that's kind of the last thing i got to do before i check out right so i said okay you know, we have four kids now. My mom, Lord willing, here gets to meet our newest daughter in the coming months. But my mom took responsibility wholeheartedly because she had a vision for herself, seeing her grandchildren grow up, and because she wanted to do something for her family that was different. My question to you guys listening right now, whether you have gut and health issues, whether you have cancer, low back pain, whatever it is, whatever element is, is literally destroying your life, the question is, who is responsible for your health and to do something different in order for you to have a better quality of life? You are, you know the answer. So the, the thing is that now you have to apply information in order to do something different for your health. Information without application is just simply information. It does not lead to transformation. If you apply the information you learn, it literally transforms your life. So without further ado, I want to get into the topic of gut health and also mental health. And the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about the gut-brain connection. Uh, you know, a, a long time ago, it was believed that, like, you know, the brain and the spinal cord, the central nervous system, that was kind of separate from the gut and it would kind of like, you know, render some control through some nerves, and that was it. Well, after, you know, hundreds of studies, uh, it's actually come out that the enteric system or the gut um, has over 100 million nerve cells that literally are more nerve cells than the spinal cord itself that render it to having basically its own central brain in the gut area. So talking about small, large intestine, the, 
the liver, the pancreas, gallbladder, all those digestive system actual organs have a network of actual millions, over 100 million cells, nerve cells that comprise it. So we all know that, you know, the brain is the most important part of the body because it controls the body. The brain sends messages down the spinal cord and it tells every single organ in the body what to do. That's what coordinates it. And, you know, it's funny to me and it's kind of sad when I ask people uh, when I do public speaking, which is pretty often, I'm like, hey, you know, what controls your, your body? Uh, and people say the heart, the lungs, the liver, you know, I get every answer. But realistically, if you sit there and pause for a second, your brain controls your body. So the the thing is the brain is very intelligent. Obviously, that's how you have a personality. That's how you're able to retain information, invent things, et cetera, fix things, have complex conversations, be emotionally intelligent, et cetera. Those are functions of the brain. Well, the thing is that the gut also has a brain, and it's a gut-brain actual connection that allows you to get things such as, uh, you know, I have a gut feeling, you know, like when you're – when you're kind of like assessing something and you're and you're, you know, about to make a decision, you get this gut feeling whether it's positive or negative, et cetera, or you get like a pit in your stomach, or all all of us have had the the heartbreak in high school, right? You get like you can't eat, you you feel nauseous, et cetera. That is all because of those hundred million cells that are actually trying to decipher what's going on in the world, although the second brain as they call it in the scientific world is intelligent it's not going to get involved in you know talking about different things such as why planes fly and you know how beautiful flower is etc it's more of a situational awareness machine to let you know how your body is doing and how your gut and your digestive tract and all those things are actually functioning the the thing is that this connection is very intertwined and dictated by a set of critters that we live with in, co- in concert with every single day, and that is your microbiome. Your microbiome is literally millions and billions of cells that are actual bacteria that are good for you. Actually, they're probiotics. So you know how there's antibiotics that you take that kill, you know, biotics, things that are alive, etc., uh, you know, micros, you know, parasites, et cetera, right? There's probiotic, meaning that they're pro, they're good for us. So this microbiome is just a combination of all these different microbes, right? And all these different microbes are super important because without them, your gut, those 100 million nerve cells cannot perform their job optimally. And when this happens, it leads to a ton of trouble, especially when it comes to digestive tract issues, such as irritable bowel syndrome. You're talking about Crohn's disease. You're talking about excessive diarrhea or constipation. You're talking about any, any actual problems that, are, that literally are gastrointestinal re- involved or related are actually being affected by your microbiome in that second brain function. So the brain communicates with the gut, the gut communicates with the brain, hence to why when you eat a bad meal or you eat something that doesn't settle well, if you take really close notice, you'll notice that your mood changes and your mental aptitude. Sometimes you become even confused or kind of out of it 
air quotes, right? Out of it. I'm out of it. Like I just ate that burger and whatever. It just didn't settle well with me. It's because a second brain is communicating with your first brain and telling thing telling it that things are not okay. So either the body rushes it through your body, you have diarrhea, etc. Sometimes it kind of clogs up things. You get you end up with constipation. Sometimes you actually end up regurgitating or vomiting that actual food out because your body's not agreeing with it. You know, a lot of the times, though, your body will try its very best to digest it, probably 85, 90% of the time. However, the things that suffers is your central nervous system, the actual enteric nervous system, which is, once again, those 100 million nerve cells in your gut and the surrounding areas, and ultimately what suffers your microbiome. If your microbiome is unhealthy, you're unhealthy. If those good bacteria are at low level, they're good guys, you're going to most likely have issues. And oh, by the way, you may be that person that not only has bowel syndrome, constipation, diarrhea, Crohn's disease, you also secondarily happen to just have, you know, by coincidence, as sometimes uh, the medical system says, say, uh, by coincidence, you happen to have depression and anxiety. Well, there's more and more research coming out of schools like Harvard, John Hopkins, that show that there is a direct link between gut and mental health. So I'll dive into it a little bit more here after this break. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dames Using Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option 2. To talk to any of our team members, or you can simply leave a voicemail, or you can also text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364, and you can text whether you want to come to the dinner. Our next dinner is July 12th, Monday night, 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. You can also say, hey, new patient appointment. You can come to the office as a new patient. Uh, If you come from the radio show, we always discount the actual radio show uh, You know, people. Um, you know, f- from $130 initial examination and any necessary x-rays to $52. So if that is you, you can simply text new patient or call. Um, you can look us up on Facebook. You can find us anywhere, uh, you know, on, on any of the social media outlets out there. So uh, I want to welcome you back today. We're talking about gut health. If you're just joining us, so we're talking about gut health and brain health and mental health and how that all ties in together. So on the previous segment, I was talking about how the gut has a ton of actual neuroenteric cells or cells that are in the uh, you know intestinal tract or in the surrounding areas. So those cells, over 100 million of those cells, which is more than the spinal cord, so that still continues to uh, just baffle me at the amount of you know nerve cells that are contained within the second brain or a.k.a. The, the gut brain, um, you know, one of the things that I was talking about is the microbiome and how important it is for the microbiome to be healthy in order for the actual person to be able to have optimal mental health. And one of the things that really uh, a lot of people are unaware about is that there is a neurotransmitter that is actually produced at a very high quantity in your gut, which directly leads to 
actual depression slash anxiety. So I'm going to dive into that a little bit here and we'll, we'll go into a little bit deeper on the next segment as I have a little bit more time. But the, the, the actual neurotransmitter that is secreted in the guts, in the gut by the cells in the gut is serotonin. So if you have depression, you're pretty aware that serotonin is absolutely crucial for you to feel happy, the, the happy hormone, as they call it, neurotransmitter. So that actual serotonin is, is produced by cells, gut, gut cells that allow it to secrete that actually affect your mood. So if your gut microbiome is bad, meaning that you know you continue to eat foods that are processed, et cetera, et cetera, the, the gut microbiome is crucial for those cells in your gut, such as those cells that produce parietal cells that produce you know hydrochloric acid, uh, you know uh, enterochiftin cells that produce you know serotonin, et cetera, enterochromaffin cells that produce serotonin, and a few other cells that produce different actual things. Right, those cells need to be in a very healthy environment. The healthy environment is created by you having a really good amount of good bacteria. So when you have bad bacteria that overgrows, those cells don't do their job. Therefore, you have a decrease in serotonin naturally. And it's not because you're a person that's crazy or you just are predisposed to depression because your mom or dad had it. It's because simply your gut is in disarray or dysbiosis, as we call it in the healthcare world, meaning that bad cells are growing or bad micro microbes are growing and the good ones are not there. Therefore, the cells cannot perform their job to the best of their ability. So I'm going to dive into a little bit deeper on the next segment, but right now i got to take a quick break. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, The Aces and Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290-957 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by searching for our Instagram handle at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us by call in our office at 937-552-7364. We do have a dinner coming up July 12th. Uh, why do we do the dinner? We do the dinner at Basil's and Troy for a simple reason, to educate people where true health and healing comes from and how that ties into your body, your central nervous system, your spine, your spinal cord, and everything leading to the ailments that are most likely plaguing you right now. And it's just a very um, easy, essentially an icebreaker for you to come see if it's something that makes sense to you. And if it does, then you set up an appointment. If you if it doesn't make sense to you, you leave there. At least you got to meet us, got some free food, and you keep us in your back pocket in case something in the future were to become bad, and then you would need to actually do something about it from the natural standpoint. So if you want to participate in that dinner, uh, we have reserved seating. Obviously, things are opened up now, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still there's a room and a capacity in that room that we utilize at Basils that – Clearly, uh, you know, fills up kind of fast. So if you're interested in coming to the dinner, you can come by yourself. You can bring up to four of your most dearest and uh, loved friends and family, and you can come and listen to what we have to say about health and healing. And I will I go through how the brain-body connection and how your body can actually heal naturally like it was designed to by our creator. And then 
you can then make a decision whether or not our office and what we do is for you or not. So if you're interested, once again, that dinner is on July 12th, and that is at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. You can text the word DINNER to 937-552-7364. If not, you can call that number and hit option two and talk to one of our team members. So, uh, you know, I was talking about serotonin. If you're just joining us, we've been talking about gut uh, gut health and brain health and how there is a connection and how if your guts are bad or your gut microbiome mostly really is bad, then you're going to have other psychological issues such as mental health issues, such as depression, anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to dive into a little bit more. I was talking about serotonin and where it's created in the body. So, you know, serotonin is one of those neurotransmitters, hormones that is created in the gut. Uh, It's created by enterochromaffin actual cells that, you know, are around the gut lining near the epithelial cells and not not trying to get too scientific. Just want to give you for those nerds out there that want to look it up. But those cells actually produce serotonin. 80% 80% up to 90%, some argue Harvard versus John Hopkins, et cetera. Other big name medical schools are kind of doing research and actively looking at this data to make sure it's cutting edge. So they say anywhere from 80 to 90% of your serotonin levels are produced in your gut. So if you have gut issues, you tend to have also anxiety slash depression-like symptoms because serotonin, if 80% is created in your gut, let's say 80%, and 20% is created in your brainstem, uh, you know, then that means that 80% of your mood is affected by your gut. Let's just, let's just deduce it that way, right? So that means that if you have a dysbiosis or a growth of bad, bad, bad bacteria versus a growth of good bacteria that is off balance, so i.e. there's more bad bacteria than good bacteria, guess what happens? You're more predisposed to having issues with mood and mood changes. This is why you, you meet people and you probably you're one of these persons yourself possibly that whenever your guts are happy, you're happy. If your guts are sad, you're sad. And, and the reason behind that is because it actually plays a role and it affects your gut microbiome and those cells that really heavily rely on your actual microbiome on being healthy. Microbiome, once again, I keep saying that word, that is a probiotics. All of us have seen the Activia commercials and different probiotics. You know, five years ago, people were like, what's a probiotic? Like, <laughs> that's over my head. That's all bogus, you know, quackery. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm not taking it. Now people are aware, like, there's good bacteria in your gut that you need to take care of, right? So this good bacteria, when it goes down a certain level, um, the bad bacteria start wreaking havoc. And, you know, it's interesting and studies are showing that when your bad bacteria are actually in high numbers and your good bacteria is in low numbers, the bad bacteria actually send messages to your cells and your cells, the entero, the 100 million actual entero neuro, neurological cells send messages to your brain telling your brain to crave the things those bad bacteria want. Guess what those bad bacteria want? Let me see what cravings you usually get. Sugar cravings, uh, salty cravings, really, really terrible food cravings, right? Like processed foods, etc. Guess what those bad bacteria love? Ding, ding, ding. You guessed it. Sugar, processed foods, etc., etc., etc. So if you consume those foods on a regular basis, you're literally feeding the bad bacteria instead of feeding the good bacteria. So this is where now if... You do that, 
you're going to be predisposed. So if you eat a really, really terrible diet and you eat processed foods and you don't, you know, let's say you, you work out every once in a while, but you're more likely a person that probably suffers from a, a little bit slight bit of potential anxiety or kind of like nervousness, nervous Nelly. You're like known as a nervous Nelly. You got like a nervous gut and you're just nervous and kind of like always on edge and like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen next, right? The reason why that happens is because your gut-brain connection clearly uh, is affected and it's because you're on fight-or-flight mode and that fight-or-flight mode that you're kind of back and forth on, it, it, nobody – there's research right now trying to figure out whether it comes from you know the egg or the chicken came first, et cetera, but meaning like does the anxiety happen first and then it leads to gut issues or does the gut issues lead to anxiety? I've seen it both ways. Research is saying that it's both ways, but – Needless to say is that realistically, I believe based on the science and how the human body works is that you put yourself in a tizzy per se uh, because you're worried about your house selling or going back to school or what you're going to do with your life or you got a wedding plan or you're about to retire, whatever, you know, your new child is being born, etc. You try to take control of things. You can't get control of everything, obviously, because we are not in control. Uh, as a believer, I know that, right? I just try to do the very best I can and then let God lead my steps, right? But you put yourself in a fight-or-flight actual mode. That fight-or-flight mode does not allow you and your body to function at a normal capacity, meaning that it is going to function at a normal capacity in the sense of running away from something that's trying to kill you or injure you. So the fight or flight response is very useful when you are in a life or death situation, which is awesome, right? Because if you didn't have that fight or flight response, I would say that a lot of us would not get out alive out of you know life and death situations. So that's a really good thing for us. However, the problem is this. When we go through life and we're actually living life, and I talk about this all the time. I've done numerous lunch and learns, dozens and dozens of lunch and learns in local businesses. Uh, some of you listening are like, wait, I've, I kind of heard this before. It's probably because I came to your workplace and talked about stress and how it affects your body. But nonetheless, if you have fight or flight mode at all times, that then puts your brain that is connected with your gut, your gut goes into this fight or flight mode. When you are running away from something that's trying to kill you, right, an animal, let's say a wild animal is trying to devour you in the wilderness, right, are you really going to sit down and, like, enjoy, like, a five-course meal with, like, dessert and, like, allow your gut to be nice and relaxed so you can digest very well? The answer is no. <laughs> if you do, you're going to become the animal's next meal. So, obviously, not the wise choice. So, your gut actually essentially shuts down to an extent. It says, you know, we don't need to digest food right now because something is trying to kill us. The higher order level of function needs to be muscles in the legs, a lot of blood, and your heart and your, your lungs functioning at capacity so you can run away from the threat. Once you settle down, the threat is gone. You get into your, you know, your, your, your nice, safe area. You can break out the steak meal and eat it, right? And your gut will start, you know, digesting properly. But the reason why people get anxiety is because they're ultimately trying to be in charge of too many things in their lives, right? So that anxiety, that stress then leads to anxiety and that anxiety over and over and over starts affecting your gut, right? So now let's say this, you're an anxious person, you know, anxious alley or nervous Nelly, you know, the alliteration little sayings out there, right? So you're the nervous Nelly. You're always on edge. You're in fight or flight mode. Guess what that's doing to your gut? 
Some of you, I'm describing you right now because you started as a really, really kind of like cautious person, never wanted to be late. Then you got to college and like, I want to get good grades and get a, find a good mate and get married. And, you know, then the kids go to school. I want to make sure, right? And you keep worrying about stuff and you're kind of like your hand, too many hands in the pot, right? So then you're always a nervous Nelly. And then about 10 years in, you start realizing like, man, my guts are not like, okay. Like I go to the bathroom 10, 15 times a day or actually the complete opposite. I don't go to the bathroom, you know at all during the week until the weekend, right? So your gut starts going into dysbiosis because you're creating an environment that the microbiome, the good probiotic flora cannot survive. So the good probiotic flora is not surviving. Guess what happens? They start dying. The bad bacteria actually go up and then you start craving immediately after you get through the fight or flight. Oh gosh, I was, I was wondering if I passed the test. Okay, I passed the test. I passed my boards for nursing. I have a few nurses that are just graduated that are about to take boards and they're like all nervous about it, right? Oh, I passed my boards. Great. Guess that dump of like, you know, satisfaction, all those chemicals in your brain say, and then your gut tells your brain, hey, you need to eat something. You're like, what do I need to eat? The gut says, hey, we would love some cookies and we would love some really, really like sugary stuff. So eat that. And then you're like, I don't know why I'm eating this. I know it's bad. I'm just celebrating something that's amazing. But I'm stuffing myself with really, really horrific foods for my good probiotic flora. So you, know, you keep doing that over and over and over. Different situations, you know, birth of a child. You, you do that when you graduate, when you find a job, when you're about to get married, right? You keep doing that over and over and over. Your gut continues to deteriorate. Your bad bacteria continue to grow. Good bacteria continue to decrease. Guess what happens? Your cells, as I said in the beginning... Your cells that create serotonin need the probiotic flora, the good bacteria, to be at a very high level because when those good bacteria eat the cruciferous vegetables and the good foods that you eat, they create these little uh, fatty acids that are really healthy for our cells in our gut to actually produce the serotonin we need. So then you notice like 15 years in, you're married, you got kids, you bought the house, you built the house, you're still nervous and you're like, but we're secure. Like we got the money, we got the boat, we got the Norris Lake house, like we got everything, but I'm still nervous. And then you start kind of like worrying about the future and then you get in the state of like depression. It's not that you're a bad person. It's not that you did something bad. It's not that God is punishing you. It's the fact that you literally have destroyed your gut cells. Because the probiotic flora, the good bacteria, have not been there doing their job effectively. You've had bad bacteria. Now those cells stop producing serotonin. You go to your doctor. You explain how you're depressed. They say, hey, let's give you a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Let's give you an SSRI. Why? Because you're not producing enough serotonin. The, ser the little serotonin you need, we don't, you don't need for it to be destroyed or reuptake. So let's actually give you a drug that prevents that from happening. Then you go back to the happy old self that you were back in your 20s. The reality is this, though. It all started because your gut was getting out of health alignment. So if you don't get anything else I've said, I know I speak fast. I get excited. I get it. If your gut is unhealthy, so are your moods, emotions, and your brain. You have to take care of your gut so your brain can be taken care of. If you do not do this, you'll be that person that's always on that SSRI trying to figure out why you're depressed and why you're always having irritable bowel syndrome, I, you know, Crohn's disease, constipation, diarrhea, and it's all because there's a connection between the brain and the guts. I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290-957-WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 
This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, enjoy your life. You can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two to talk to somebody. If not, you can simply text that number, whether you want to be a new patient in our office. Once again, there's a discount for you to come. If you come from radio, you say, hey, there's a discount. I heard you guys on radio. You get a discount from that initial examination, consultation, and any necessary x-rays. No adjustment included. Uh, there's no adjustment on our first visit because we look at your x-rays to make sure we don't hurt you. Nonetheless, the initial examination and x-rays is 52 instead of 130. So if you want to do that, you can text new patient to 937-552-7364. If you're not ready to do that yet and you want to find out more about what we do in our office, you can call that number and get signed up for a dinner or you can text that number and text the word dinner to 937-552-7364. Our next dinner is on July 12th. 6.30 p.m. Monday night at Basil's in Troy. We're going to be diving into health, healing, and how it happens naturally without drugs and surgery. So if you're interested in that, I have uh, you know, limited seating, so be sure to text dinner. You can bring up to four of your lovely friends and family to that dinner and learn about health and healing and how to achieve your best life naturally. So welcome back. For those of you just joining us, we've been talking about gut health and brain health and how they're in- interconnected. And on the previous segment, I gave a pretty uh, nitty-gritty. I know I probably got in the weeds there a little bit, but I need you to understand why, because if you understand why, then the how is easy. Why do I need to take probiotics, and you know how do I take them? Uh, you need to take them because clearly your gut and your brain and your mental health depend on it. So, you know, I was talking about all those problems. You're like, well, great, Dr. Juan. I appreciate you pointing out everything that's wrong with me for the last 10, 15 years. So um, I need to know how to fix it. And I'm never going to come to your office because I live in Lima or wherever. That's like way impractical for you to come to my office. So the top things that you can actually do to improve your gut-brain connection and your gut health that clearly, once again, delineates and it actually affects your mental health and brain health is the number one thing is you want to avoid avoid processed foods. Why? Processed foods have chemicals. These chemicals slash really, really refined carbohydrates are the things that the bad bacteria love. So when you have two armies fighting and you want one army to win and another one to lose, the first thing you got to do is take their beans and bullets. That's why I've been in the Army for 20 years now. I'm still in the Army Reserve, right? So 20 years of service, you take the beans and bullets, the, the Army can't fight. So stop giving the bad bacteria beans and bullets, right? You can, if you feed if you don't feel if you don't feed soldiers, they're not going to fight. Eventually, their morale is going to be low. They're going to be emaciated. They're going to give up, right? So beans and bullets. Don't give the bad bacteria in your gut beans and bullets. So what are beans and bullets? Eating processed foods, gluten, a bunch of refined carbohydrates, etc. Second thing you can do is actually eat probiotics. Take probiotics. So. Eating probiotics, what does that mean? Eating foods, and I talked about this. If you've been listening to me for a few years, you're like, Dr. Juan, you sound like a broken record. You talked about this before, and you know I sprinkled it throughout. And, of course, some of you forget, so it's a good reminder always. Uh, hey, people go to church every week. It's not because they stopped believing or forgot. 
It's because it's good to be reminded. So sometimes I do tend to talk about some topics that I haven't talked about in years or weeks or months because it is important and it's about your health and how to achieve it. And I think these topics are still very, very important to be discussing right now. So eating a probiotic-rich actual diet, things like kefir, sauerkraut, you know, fermented foods, also a really good way. It's also really good to supplement with probiotics. So you want to look for something 50 billion or up because it's going to have enough of the, the actual variety of different flora uh, or probiotic bacteria, um, you know, for your gut. So you need to stay off of gluten. Gluten, once again, it literally, it has, it has a terrible, terrible, terrible side effect on the actual good bacteria. The bad bacteria love gluten. The bad army goes, loves gluten. The good army loves actual good food, not gluten. So you got to stay off of gluten for that reason. It literally feeds the bad army. You got to eat healthy fats like olive oil, coconut oil, etc. Why? Because they decrease inflammation in the gut. Secondly, they allow the good bacteria and those gut cells that are creating, you know, hydrochloric acid, creating, you know, uh, the serotonin to do their job effectively. So folks, those are the top things that you can do right now in order to improve your gut health and brain health and stop getting your body in that position of reactivity and, oh my gosh, I'm sick. I got to take another pill, another drug, another surgery to fix my body. You are in control. You are responsible for your health. Take care of it naturally. Let food be thy medicine, right? And take care of your body because everything you need is on the earth. You just put it in and the body does what it's supposed to. Some of you are, yes, advanced in some issues and health issues, and we understand that. So you may need a little extra help. But nonetheless, those are the things that you can start applying right now if you want to start making a difference tomorrow. Once again, information plus application equals transformation. The question is, are you wanting to live the full life? It's entirely up to you. Folks, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, stay blessed. Stay safe. And we'll see you next week here on 1290 957 WHIO Days and Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 957 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk.